This program deals with themes of an adult nature and is intended for a mature audience. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. We must guard against the military-industrial conflict. Exopolitics, paranormal phenomena, and deep analysis of current world events. From somewhere in the desert, between Area 51 and Roswell, blasting across the planet, the Manticore Network proudly presents Fairy Tales. Because the truth will set you free. Headline edition, July 8, 1947. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! The power they took from the people will return to the people. And so long as men die, liberty will never perish. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery, fight for liberty! The only thing we have to fear is fear itself! Sooner or later, though. You always have to wake up. Be skeptical, but don't close your mind. Greetings to everyone around the world, and a warm welcome to another edition of Veritas at VeritasRadio.com. I'm your host, Mel Fabregas, and I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time, please make yourself at home. I want to thank you, very Veritas member, for making tonight's program possible. Tonight, we celebrate Veritas's third anniversary with someone who was on this program two years ago, someone who opened new doors for me and all of us after she was on. She is the author of the books, Who Are We Really 101? The Return of the Shaman, and Who Are We Really 102? When Tomorrow Comes. Our special guest is Crystal Clark. We'll go around the world and discuss what matters these days, as well as the return of natural law and the new future. Crystal Clark will be with us shortly. I can't believe it's been three years since we started. To listen to tonight's full interview and all of our interviews from day one, 159 episodes so far, and I have to knock on wood, it has been a new show every Friday since day one. And although I promise 48 shows per year, I have given you more than 52 per year. But just keep it in mind if I ever need a Friday off. So to get all of this and more, become a Veritas member. It's a very simple process. Just go to our website, VeritasRadio.com, and click on the subscribe button. In just seconds after you subscribe, you'll receive your login and you'll have access to all of our material. Subscribe today. And with the upcoming holidays, do you always wonder if the gifts you give to your loved ones 
make a long-standing difference in their lives, or maybe they're put away in a drawer somewhere. Why not give the gift of truth? Give them a Veritas subscription. You can choose between a three-month subscription all the way to a two-year subscription. How about our futuristic metal case 8GB USB drive? Which, by the way, it's sold out right now, but we have placed a new order. We have Seasons 1, 2, and coming in January, Season 3. Just go to VeritasRadio.com and see all the choices you have. And the cold weather and darker days are here. You know what that means. Get MMS directly from us. And don't get caught off guard. It's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. And here's another reminder. You can submit your question for the upcoming 2011 Inside Veritas Special Edition show. Go to the member section, read the instructions, and submit your questions. The deadline is Sunday, December the 18th. The show will air on Friday, December 23rd. You can submit your question in writing, or you can also record it and send us the audio. I will play it on the air. We'd like to make uh, things a little bit more intimate this year. But if you don't want to record it, you can simply send it as usual in writing with your first name and location. It's going to be a lot of fun. And it's always exciting for me to, to receive all these questions and comments and discuss everything that matters to you. And here's something else I'd like to share with you. One of our loyal members who wishes to remain anonymous made a contribution a few days ago. A donation. And I know many of you have done the same in the past. Uh, we purchased new equipment, materials, etc., for which I'm very thankful. But this member asked me for the best way to put the funds into use. We agreed that Veritas, more than a radio program, it's education. Really, it is. At least that's what you keep telling me when you write. And I must agree with you. Therefore, I think the best way to use these funds is by creating the Veritas Scholarship Fund. What do I mean by this? First, the donation button will be replaced with the Veritas Scholarship Fund button. Instead of just clicking on the donate button, the funds will go to what I consider a scholarship. I will then assign Veritas subscriptions to those who cannot afford them. They have to submit a short and compelling essay, but as long as the funds are there, we'll be able to expand the Veritas education with your assistance. I want to thank this very dust member and all of you who have donated in the past. You are the ones making this possible. I was always donating, but never formalized the program. For more information, there's now a link to the Veritas Scholarship Fund on our website where you can donate and for those who cannot afford a subscription. There are instructions on how to apply. Veritas members are already responsible for sponsoring the first segment of every show, which is available to everyone. But with this, we take it a step further, and we are all very thankful to you. And if you need to get in touch with me, just go to VeritasRadio.com and click on the contact button. What is the future impact of the worldwide protest taking place? Are there different energies coming in that are affecting human behavior? Are we suffering from catastrophobia 
or catastromania? What is happening to our weather patterns? Why is the return of natural law so important? Will religion and money survive in the new future? For answers to these and many more questions, Crystal Clark is coming up next. This is Mel Fabregas, and you're listening to Veritas. Don't go anywhere. This is James Horick, and you are listening to Veritas. Crystal Clark is an author and philosopher, born in the United States in 1972. For the first 28 years of her life, she chose the material path until she had an unusual encounter in the year 2000 that altered the course of her life. A series of events took place after this experience that ejected her from the corporate money-driven paradigm and thrust her into the world of the unknown, a world that revealed a very ancient sacred science to her, one that has been hidden from the public for thousands of years by both world governments and religions. Her journey has her convinced that giving knowledge of the sacred science back to the masses is the only way our civilization will avoid another cataclysmic self-destruction episode. Is she right? In the first book, Who Are We Really 101? Return of the Shaman. She not only chronicled her initial journey into the unknown for us, but asked us to take the same journey as well, and explains why this is so important and why we may be running out of time to do so. Even so, the message she delivers goes beyond the doom and gloom, but delivering a new kind of hope. The second book in the series, Who Are We Really 102? When Tomorrow, Tomorrow Comes, asks us to swim deeper into the vast ocean of creation via a fictional account of competing realities and timelines, the hearts and minds of those who created them, and the interconnectedness of all things. The third book in the series is currently underway, with a tentative release date of spring 2012. And directly from Las Vegas, Nevada, I would like to welcome Crystal Clark back to Veritas. Hello, Crystal, and welcome back. How are you? I'm wonderful. It's great to be back. How are you? I am doing fantastic, and it's so great to talk to you after two years. We've been corresponding, I'll say, probably once a week, once every two weeks for two years, but we haven't talked since then. What has happened in the past two years ever since you wrote your first book? Um, first of all, it's really hard to believe it's been two years. That's just crazy. Time is going by so fast. Um, well, I... Uh, I, I finished the second book really actually kind of fast. I did it in, a, in about, oh, I think six or seven months. And then my editor went through it. So that was released um, in the uh, fall of 2010. And then because I took so much time to write it, you know, when you're, when you're really into something and the information really flows, you don't want to interrupt that process. So 
you kind of withdraw. I, I call it my writing cave. I go into my cave. I was going to say, you get into your cave. Yeah, I do. I go into my little cave and I don't, I don't look at current events. I don't, um, and I really don't even interact with my family as much as I normally would. So the last, uh, I think six months or so has just been really nice to just kind of be for a while, tune back into the world and see what's going on. And there's a lot going on. And I think it's really exciting. You know, I, I have to just, uh, for those of of you folks are listening who may not know who Crystal Clark is, we had, we did four hours two years ago and we divided them into two shows. It was uh, uh, the end of the year show and the beginning of the year show. That's what we did. We divided them in, into two. But just to give you a quick summary of how is it that, that Crystal and I converged, as I've said many times to, to people who listen, I receive books almost on a daily basis. And I have this mountain. One of these days, I'm going to take a picture of the mountain that I accumulate almost every week or two. And there was this book sticking out. It was a, a, a not a very thick book, but it was a, kind of a, a, a big book. And what caught my eye was the, the name, Who Are We Really 101? And it's almost as if... Uh, Okay, I don't know if you're taunting me with the title, but I need to just grab it from the middle. And I grabbed it, I opened it, I cannot put it down, and that's how I contacted Crystal. And a lot of things happened. If you want to know more of, of how what happened after I contacted her, I, I encourage you to listen to our first two interviews so that you know. I'm not going to tell the whole story. But um, I have to compliment you on something, and I probably have told you that already. But... If folks, you go back to my first year on the air, I think that that's the first year, that, that the time that you and I did our first interview, I say probably about 90% of the shows or even 95% of the shows were all UFO ET related because that's, that's my passion. At the same time, I always knew that there's so much interconnectedness with so many other topics, but you open a door with the secret science and spirituality that I never thought I would entertain discussing. And if you look at what happened after I had Crystal on the show, you'll see that the journey, it's not that it took a different turn, but it opened more doors. And now we can discuss so many topics that I never thought I could. And I have to tell you, a lot of it is because that interview that you and I did together. That's very, very kind of you, Mel, and I appreciate that. And it's it seems like such a simple thing to say to people that everything is connected. But once you really have a good grasp of it, you can't really ever go back. You know, it really is very life changing and it can change a person long before they know it happened. Uh, but it, it just does. It has an effect on you. You, you, you can no longer focus on only one thing. There's, it creates a drive to want to know how does this thing affect the other things? So, but I, I appreciate that. That's very nice. And it's always good to know that the way it affected me also affects other people the same way because that's why I wrote it. Absolutely. You're very welcome. And just to, to let folks know, I receive a lot of email from people saying that more than, than the show, this is education. And they're seeing it that way. Some people who have been with me since day one have told me that they have, it's been life transforming. And I always kept it to myself because. To me, every time I talk to somebody every week, I feel that it does something to my mind. And one of our very loyal 
listeners the other day proposed to me. She was saying, you know, I would like to make a donation to Veritas and, and I just don't know how to, how to go about it. But she was saying, this is such an, an important education for the people, the real information that you, you cannot get in academia, you're discussing here. So I decided to call this, and this is unrelated to what we're talking about, but it's, it's, it's indirectly related. We call it the Veritas Scholarship Fund. And now this lady had contributed to this fund for the first time. And I encourage anybody who wants to contribute to it, because what I'll do now, once the fund starts getting there, in there, I'm going to ask people who cannot afford a subscription to write a little essay explaining why they would like to have a, a Veritas education. So we call it the Veritas Scholarship Fund. And a lot of the stuff we're going to be talking about tonight is part of it. So let's start with some current world events, Crystal. Right now, the elephant in the room is the Occupy. I don't even call it Occupy Wall Street because this this thing is changing like a chameleon. Right now, before I, I called you, I, I saw that the new one, Occupied Student Debt. It seems that every day there's some new movement taking place. What's your taking all this Occupy movement campaign? I think it's fantastic. And I, I, I tell this to a lot of people, but I never thought I would see this happen in my lifetime. I'm, I, I love it. I, I think that all of us have been waiting for it for a very long time. I'm, I'm very pleased. Uh, it gives me a great deal of hope. And I think that there are a lot of things going on in this movement that people perhaps don't consider. And I think one of the more important things is that we do have a group of people that really, they do terrible things to the rest of the people on this planet. And I think that one of the ways that they deal with that is not dealing with it. Do you know what I mean? I think they don't look at it. it they're, you know, people are numbers, they're not faces. And, and it's easy not to reflect on what it is you've done to people. But when all of these people show up, they can't, they can't get away from it. They have to face what they've done. Now they're seeing faces. They're not looking at charts and graphs with numbers. These are people. And I think the other really important thing about that is not just that these people are showing the, you know, whatever word we want to use, controllers, shadow, whatever we want to call it. It's not just showing up and saying, hey, this is what you've done and we know you've done it and we are people. But also these people showing up are reminding the other people on this planet, our brothers and sisters, this is what we've allowed ourselves to endure and accept and we can't do it anymore and it's that's a very strong message and it's important you know i do have a concern and i've stated that in the last few interviews and some people even sent some hate mail which i had to 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 explain last week uh, when i said i just don't understand the ultimate goal of the occupy wall street movement that was not an attack on them it was because having been in business having been I don't want to see part of Wall Street because I really was not directly. I essentially, the company I used to work for in my private career, we, we sold information to make financial decisions. I don't see how Wall Street is the main problem. The main problem here, and I don't want to be talking about Federal Reserve because I did a full show on this. The Hydra is the Federal Reserve and they have more influence 
in this country than our Congress, the government of the people. They are actually the ones that are controlling our government because once you control the purse that the government uses, that's how you control the politicians and that's how you control the people. Also, you're... Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.